Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five ACC NFL draft prospects, and uh, I was going to pepper these throughout. Actually, this is one I did uh, before the the coaching carousel spun uh, last week, and I'll probably have to do a Michigan one here before the end of the week, uh, one would think. Uh, But uh, top five ACC draft prospects. Number five, defensive tackle Leonard Taylor out of Miami. Um, I think this is a fit to the Ravens. You know, at the where they're going to be towards the end of the draft, they they do need. Uh, I mean, they're not going to need much, but a, a reflash on their defensive line would be really good. But anybody who needs a defensive tackle who can stop the run, who's athletic, who can get back and get after the passer, this is somebody who can certainly do that. Uh, and someone who may not get into the first round, but he's going to be pretty close and may may sneak in right there at the end. How many defensive linemen? I, I maybe immediately thought about Randy White was fifty four, but remember he was like a linebacker at one point at Maryland. Have a fifty on them. That may usually most 90s. people now have gotten a or 90s, they get in the or getting the single digits or something or cool. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought about with yeah, Taylor. But yeah, Leonard Leonard Taylor, kind of an old school dude there for Miami, and uh, one I know that they hate to lose this year, given the fact that you know it does look like things are pointed up now that Cam Ward's there. You hate to lose your best defensive player as well. Number four, my son Keon Coleman. Uh, who I always your son. You got some explaining. I've I've been saying, remember your uncle one day walked up to you and goes, you have kids? My adopted son, Keon Coleman. No, I love Keon Coleman. Uh, This is a dude who's got an NFL body. He's got NFL jump. Uh, He's got NFL speed. He's just a playmaker. Uh, He's someone who can uh, step in and kind of, especially if you are, you have it like maybe an established number one already. He's going to make everything better for your offense pretty quickly. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, everything you want, uh, and makes ridiculous catches. Uh, this is, uh, the, I mean, he's the best wide receiver in the ACC this year, talent wise. I'm sure there might be some statistical guys that maybe go past him, but this is a dude of all dudes. Yeah, it seems like a wide receiver. Maybe just my perspective, but uh, that has become now like the second sexiest spot to watch as mm-hmm. far as just a electrifying position in the mm-hmm. draft and the number of names and, mm-hmm. you know, the crowded room there in the first round of, of top wide receiver prospects. But he's certainly a part of that grouping and, yeah, had a really nice year, a really nice follow-up to the year he had uh, prior to, to leaving um, – East Lansing for for Tallahassee, so that was a good investment on FSU's part. Obviously, it's a shame it ended the way that it did, which will always be the the way you talk about players and that particular Florida State team. But I mean, he he gave them what they uh, were wanting and uh, expected, and was a huge part of their great run that just didn't end the way that they wanted it to. But yeah, he's a he's a freak show. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, oh, this is when he signed there. Like, oh, this is cool. That'll help some depth there. But I mean, yeah. you know, didn't I? I'd only heard about him like 
you know, kind of tangentially at Michigan State, and then that LSU game is like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garrett knows he still has nightmares well, about it. He's just so big too. I yeah. mean, he's not like big, like measurement wise compared to everybody else. I mean, he's just a big receiver typically, yeah. but he just looks so much bigger yeah. out there uh, when he's he's playing. But yeah, he he's another kid from Louisiana. That is they, he really? That yeah. They just, uh, I mean, if you're looking at what state would you go to for certain positions. Uh, it's hard to to beat Louisiana and wide receivers. I feel like that's where's Jamar uh, Chase and uh, Jefferson from. I yeah. know they played at LSU. I wonder yeah. where they yeah, were they're from. They're from there. Okay, they're from there. all right. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's you know maybe California, Texas for your quarterbacks. Yeah. That's a whole off season thing. But Louisiana yeah. and wide receivers, man, they're there's something special. Yeah, and let, there. let's not forget that they're going to have two guys LSU in the first round too yeah. uh, this year, and in, in, in Malik Neighbors and probably Brian Thomas. I mean, Brian might fall into the second yeah, round, he's but. Iffy. He's 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 close. Yeah. yeah, they were both born in Louisiana. Just yeah. To, yeah. Okay. Number three, Nate Wiggins, quarterback at Clemson. This guy's just dirty in the in the best way. Um, tough as nails, Clemson style defense. I mean, it, you know, and and look, feel free to take any pot shot you want at Dabo Sweeney, and I'm not going to stop you. But uh, one of the things that, that I think got lost in the shuffle of Clemson's struggles recently was their defense never fell off. I mean, their defense was still good. It was how they are. Now, maybe that's going to see a drop-off, too, with the way that he approaches talent acquisition. But Nate Wiggins is... One of the best uh, players in the entire ACC. I mean, heck, I rank, ranked him above Keon Coleman, for God's sakes. And that was not coincidental. That was for a reason. This dude can play. The rest of the teams in the ACC are thrilled that he is leaving because he will lock on you. He's tough. He's good in the run game. All of that. Uh, Going to be a top 15, 20 pick. Yeah, I'm not surprised here. He's uh, the top-rated corner by most of the outlets I guess you would say and uh, I'm just curious with Clemson about now that things are settling down again clearly there's no Dabo to Alabama threat uh, not that there ever really seemed to be but there's just something until there's a higher made you don't really know but is Kate Klubnick going to turn it on this year yeah. that's what I'm kind of waiting to to see uh but yeah well, Clemson will be an who, interesting story DJ left because of Klubnick right I mean wasn't that well I mean DJ left because of the offense like he was just stagnant and Klubnick was there and they'd kind of moved to that point because he was they'd hit their ceiling with each other mm. you know like it was just how it was well, have we'll they ever gotten a ceiling with Klubnick with all due respect yeah. he's a hell of a player no, in high haven't. school and pretty decent but they haven't really reached that any kind of a nice ceiling with him no. Well, and, and look, the guy who's right behind him on this list is kind of the reason why in Keon Coleman in that, you know, Dabo Sweeney has not gone out and gotten mm-hmm. those guys. Like, again, nobody's telling you to go get 30 guys out of the transfer portal like Deion Sanders is going to do, Dabo. But he can do if, what we've seen Texas do if you by get, filling roles of players who left who are really if, good at about six or eight different schools. It, yeah, if you got seven players out of the portal – like, you yep. would be back where you were. Yep. Like, I, I think that's where it's weird to me. Like, you don't have to go whole school. You don't need to yeah, do I don't, I don't think he's anti-portal. I think he's anti the the antics and what he would have to do to get the guys that they want out of the portal. Yeah. Like that's the, I, that's how I view it, at least. Because yeah. I don't think he's stupid enough to sit there and go, like, man, I need a corner, but I want to do it the old way. Like, I think he'd much rather say, yeah, I'll go grab a junior out of the portal and be ready to play. But I just read it as he can't be that stupid. 
to be like anti it all entirely. He's, but he's just never taken anybody. I know? know, but I just I, I think that it, I think he's put off more by the the negative parts that we focus on more than the idea of well, it in general. Yeah. You You're know right, what I mean? But the negative parts now is he's being criticized because his well, team yeah. had such a standard. And no, now, he didn't handle it well no, at all. No. He didn't handle it well. But I, I if I think if he had to choose, like yeah, he'd like to go the portal route, but not if he's got to sit there and go bid for bid with Miami yeah. and USC and whoever for that same. That's what I yeah. think he. He probably doesn't like too much. I don't think most coaches like that too much. That's no, why they'd but, like to be some transparency. But yeah, but I, but you that's know, the market. But yeah. uh, I don't like going to the dentist, but I do it. You know, right? Like, but some people know, put it off. That's where he has to. Yeah. That's that's where he's he's got cavities now. No, and yeah, he didn't, you're right. And he didn't have them before. Number two, and he's anti filling. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Jared Verse at FSU. Uh, one of my favorite plays as a fan in history was Jared. It happened twice, back to back games, but the one at the end of the Florida game where Jared Verse threw the left tackle uh, into the quarterback to kind of end any kind of chance Florida would have had to getting back into that uh, game. That is what he can do. Um, his sack numbers were down because everybody was kind of reacting to the fact that he was there. And then if you watch the way that Jared Verse adjusted and adapted that towards the end of the year, this guy's ceiling is really, really high. His arrow is pointed straight up, and he is not easily blockable. He's a plug-and-play defensive end, especially in pass rush situations. This is someone who will help your team win instantly if you get him he is on an ascendancy now he might fall into the 15 or whatever but he is someone especially if you're a good team and draft him at like say 26 or something like that uh he's going to help you really really quickly i don't think there's too much to add to that honestly was was the biggest play ever though the blocked extra point or field goal against lsu is that one Mm, i don't know that that might have kicked off something i don't think he was the only one that's the first time i'd ever heard of him yeah that's the first, that was the first game, yeah. yeah, yeah. He came it's from the all, first time you ever wanted to hear from, from him ever again. I don't want to hear about him again. You yeah. know what? Here's the thing. I And this is probably years of a Cowboy, as a Cowboy fan, too. When he came from Albany, and like I'd read on the, web, the FSU website, it's like, oh, man, this guy's so good. He's from Albany. I'd be like, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, all right, let's let's all try to get excited about one positive thing since it's been the, 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 the desert. Beast. And then all of a sudden, like, first game out of the box against the best team they were going to play all year. He's like, yep. whap. He was good. Yeah, he was really good. And number one this should be pretty obvious drake may for unc the quarterback uh, probably um he's the top three pick so uh he grades out all metrics really really well i think the only knock and it's not even on drake may but you know the last couple years just north carolina faded hard down the stretch especially this year you hear mac today pumping the nil that they need to go up to another level kind of like yeah. saban did a couple of years yeah. ago he, he wants basketball nil that's yeah. what he wants you would see but um yeah drake drake may though uh gonna be one of those dudes who's gonna be interesting to see where he lands i i mean he's not gonna get past washington you would think unless the bears don't trade the pick don't draft a quarterback uh and you know take somebody like marvin well, harrison number one overall. washington has the number two pick they're going to either get may who played in their backyard or caleb williams who's from there mm-hmm. or washington Jay- or, or jaden daniels and jaden daniels who of course was the think they have control. to go quarterback though i think with a new coach you got to do that yeah, yeah i think, I think so. just, washington uh, yeah just the time you and know they introduced all. a new gm who's got a lot of rave reviews from what he's learned hopefully with john uh, Lynch in san uh, francisco the funniest tweet i saw about that was from craig hoffman um, who we've had on the show before, but Craig said it was really strange to hear Adam Peters call Josh Harris Josh 
in that no one was allowed to call Dan Mr. Snyder Dan. Yeah, it was Mr. Snyder. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know he's probably on a yacht in the Mediterranean right now, not worrying about life too much, and he'll never have to worry about paying a bill. Smoke with a big fatty. Smoke. I, I mean, I'm glad that he's gone. Uh, he can smoke whatever. I'm glad that he, he smoked his way on out of town and, mm-hmm. and that he finally got run off because, man, that was long overdue. But, uh, yeah, he if he's not a bear or not a commander, then you know who's sitting there at three. It's the New England Patriots mm-hmm. as uh, they change coaches now and – you know, I don't think everybody's sold on their situation with Mac Jones by any means. Uh, Bailey Zappi had some moments, but I don't know. Like, that's another interesting one with a coaching change that you got to wonder about what, what direction they would go. So, yeah, that the draft's still a bit of a ways away, but it's fun to start looking at and, and definitely intriguing at the top with all these great quarterbacks and receivers. All right, Paul, thank you very much. Don't forget, 1030 tonight on the local CW, 365 Sports Tonight. Emery Winter will put together – the best of the segments and interviews from today. Garrett Ross weaving, maneuvering through uh, many tweets and graphics and images. Thank you very much. And also Jack McKenzie here and all who are a part of us when it comes to sponsorships and you, the audience. We do appreciate you. All right, coming up tomorrow, we'll do it again. Triple option at one. This show at three. Have a great night. David Smoke for Paul Catalina and Craig Smoke. Good night, 365 Sports. Like and subscribe if you can. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.